Welcome to Study, Grow, Know, where we discuss theology, prophecy, and current political issues from a conservative biblical perspective. Here's your host, Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Well, I've got two things I want to discuss in this article that are somewhat connected, may strike a chord with you as well. First up, Imagine going to work in a sewer every day, willingly climbing down into a hole that leads you to a large tank where sewage was gathered and held. And then from there, it would go on to a treatment facility plant. Your job was to determine why that sewage wasn't moving on. Imagine the smells, the sights, and whatever. Imagine being part of the crew that had to rappel down into a huge tank or climb down into it to repair something. Well, it's easy to imagine how even with a respirator or gas mask, the smells would be overpowering and would end up embedding into your clothing, if nothing else. So even after you came out of that tank, there would be the pungent reminders of where you had been. In fact, a situation like that, the only thing that you can really do is bend and grin and bear it or possibly seek other employment that doesn't require immersing yourself into sewage. I'm not sure I could handle that at all. And in fact, I'm quite certain I'd never apply for that type of job in the first place. Talk about dirty jobs. Well, so I've had to ask myself recently, why do I do something similar to that every morning? Why do I get up, turn on my phone, And then after checking my email, I head directly to the online sewer that we call social media. Oh, I've told myself it's because I need to find out what's going on in the world. And while that may be true, there are other ways to find out the important news of the day, isn't there? Often it's simply by going directly to those independent websites, not social network forums. Entering social network sites means almost immediately being on the end of receiving end of sarcasm, arguing, labeling, and re- and the insults that all come with it. It means running across millions of pre-programmed bots pretending they're human beings whose job it is to propagate, express, and expand the left's narrative. Now, that narrative is normally based in deliberate lies and ad hominem attacks are part of that with those who deign to disagree with that chosen or accepted narrative. And because the majority of social network sites are owned and controlled by leftists and Marxists, conservative Christians and patriots are usually given little to no room. I've been on Twitter for years, and it was only the first few months of it that I experienced zero censorship. And not long afterwards, censorship became part of my social network experience routinely, usually in the form of what has become known as shadow banning, where a person's tweets are essentially invisible to the majority of people that's accomplished through mathematical algorithms. But in spite of the fact that much of social media is little better really, than an actual sewer, I found myself going there automatically and paying the price. I noticed my outlook changed. I noticed that I became more negative. It was harder for God's word to sink in and stay in because I was constantly replaying arguments I'd had online in my head, trying to come up with a better reply for the next time. It's patently absurd when I stop to really consider it. The question must be asked, why am I there? Why? Why am I there? Do I like to go into the sewer every day and swim around? 
Is this the best use of my time? What positive benefits do I gain for going on to these social media sites? Do I really need to go there to catch the news? When, as I mentioned, I could go to these independent news sites and uh, read what the news is that the mainstream media won't cover. The bottom line is that I don't need to go to social sewage sites at all. And when I post an article from this blog, for instance, it automatically gets posted to my social media accounts because that's the way it's set up. I've set it up to do that. And, and it's always at the top of my timeline. I don't have to go there to do anything. So I don't really need to go there for that particular reason. So then why go? Well, maybe I should spend more time on social media sites like Gab, right? Which is owned by political conservatives. Well, the problem with Gab is that there are a ton of anti-Semitic people there and more leftists are making their way there because they're bored with Twitter. They just want to be attacking people. So they're getting tired of that at Twitter. So let's go to the place where conservatives gather. Other social network sites like Truth Social and Getter are pretty much the same, except there's very little interaction. Usually things are reposted or liked, but there's not much discussion. Everybody's streaming something or another. Everybody wants to have followers. The same experience seems to apply to Gab as well. Twitter and Facebook seem to be the place where arguing to infinity and beyond is the, the thing. And everyone gets into it with sarcasm, hatred, and the like. And it's easy to get, to get caught up into that, unfortunately. So, I'm off social media. Before I stated that I was seriously going to curtail my involvement, but I couldn't do it. With me, it's all or nothing. So now it's nothing. I've closed all the tabs on my phone that lead to social media sites. I'm going cold turkey and plan on making this stick. I do not need social media sites as they are little more than language sewer channels. Who needs that? Leaving social media for good is the only way I know how to get rid of the smell and other effects connected with those sites. That's the first thing. Second thing. It needs to be understood by Christians, all Christians, that we can and should be the ones who decide whether or not we participate in society and exactly how often and when we do that. This is very important. It is a very important concept to consider. And I couldn't remember that as I sat down to write this particular episode. My mind went blank. And all I could recall was that I needed to share something important. But I couldn't remember what it was all about. Then it seems that the Lord brought it to my mind or helped me remember it. Thank you, Father. I'll say it again, because this is very important. Christians need to realize and start living the idea that we decide how and when we will participate in society. That is extremely important. I cannot emphasize that enough. Understanding this is very freeing, and it takes back control from the government and from corporations that are bent on limiting and or negatively impacting our lives, ultimately enslaving us, and we are drawing back from that. My wife and I watch episodes of Off Grid with Doug and Stacy, and Doug made this statement similar to the effect in a recent episode. It was kind of an offhand remark that really made an impact on me. He and his wife live on a number of acres um, in, 
I, I think one of the states, Missouri, possibly, and they are completely self-sufficient. They have no utilities. They live off of rainwater that they catch and store in a huge system that works very well for them and um, is for their own use and for their animals' use. They use wood to heat their home in the winter. Their home is a 900-square-foot cabin with no plumbing. They use a compost toilet, and they have an outside kitchen area. They have animals, and they grow about 90% of the food they eat. So for the first four years, Doug used a horse and buggy or horse and plow for farming. Now he has a truck and has large containers for gas on property that he's able to buy gas at wholesale prices, avoiding the lines at gas stations. They've been doing this for about 10 years now, and they create videos to help others do the same thing. The question is, why should we want to do something like what Doug and Stacy and many others are doing? Well, it's because by doing what they do to any degree, we take back control from the government and corporations, as I mentioned, and then we embrace freedom through our increased self-sufficiency. It also allows us to be in the position to help family and friends because of what we've stored and how we live. The less we are beholden to government entities and corporations, the more freedom we enjoy. Do Doug and Stacy shop at stores? Yes, they do when they want and need to do so. There are so many life hacks they provide that keeps them from being indebted to a corrupt system. Do Doug and Stacy pay taxes? Yes, they do. So they're not advocating lawlessness. They're advocating freedom that comes from self-sufficiency and self-reliance. The more self-sufficient a person is, the more freedom you have. And I cannot stress this enough. This fact expresses itself in your life's attitude and simply the way you see God working in your life. You know, there are people today... I know you'll agree with me on this if you think about it. There are people today who seem clueless. It's not that they're stupid. They're not stupid. It's that they are simply not in the habit of thinking as people used to think. For instance, we were talking with one friend um, recently who was really concerned that her debit card had been compromised and so she couldn't use it. And she wasn't sure how she would buy things until she got her new card. Folks are out of the habit of carrying cash and or checks to shop with. All the technology available today through our smartphones has made us more independent, excuse me, more dependent upon corporations and governments and banks. We've lost the sense that we can do what we simply need to do. We have lost the sense that we are in control or should be in control of our lives. What we are seeing in society is impacting the overall mental health, thinking, and self-sufficiency of people throughout the world. We are far more limited today because of technology than we were when we didn't have this technology. Shouldn't we Christians remove ourselves from this world system as much as possible? I think the answer is a resounding yes. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking about crawling into a cave or going off into the woods and living like a hermit. I'm talking about pulling away from aspects of the system that seeks to simply enslave and control us and limit our freedoms. Why can't you carry cash? Why can't you pay with a check at times? 
Why can't you grow a garden or stock up on food supplies? Why can't you buy a backup generator in case the lights go out? Why can't you increase your circle of friends in your community that offer product and services that you need? Ultimately, I believe this is what the Bible means when it states we are in the world, but not of it. John 15, 19, 17, 14 through 16, 1 John 2, 15, 1 Corinthians 5, 9 to 10, Romans 12, 2, James 1, 27, just a few. Being in the world speaks to the fact of our location. We are located here for now. Being of the world speaks to our worldview, the way we think and how we are guided. The distinction is exceedingly important to note and understand. Consider the corruption and unbridled evil that is growing in society today. It's contained in a new kid's cartoon called Little Demon. Now, the folks over at Vigilant Citizen have critiqued and reviewed it, and I've got links at the bottom of the transcript. Two things are very clear. First, the creators of this quote-unquote cartoon are very sick individuals. And second, actors providing voices will do anything for a dollar. Anything. Wave money in front of them, and they'll embrace it. Throughout the world, evil is increasingly breaking out into the open, and many to most people in this world are welcoming it. Aubrey Plaza, who voices the mom in Little Demon, is actually thrilled, she said in an interview, that the world is embracing paganism. Imagine that. We are seeing an increase in sexual deviancy and demonic subjects, and not just in cartoons, drag queen book readings and shows featuring very underage, quote unquote, performers has become all the rage. The continuous unbridled rage against Donald Trump marches on as the left goes bonkers over the potential fact that he had classified materials in his home. Meanwhile, the left ignores the film, new film, My Son Hunter, as well as the fact that both Hillary and Bill Clinton had classified or sensitive documents in their home. None of this matters to the left. None of it. So regardless of what comes out showing the left's corruption, it is routinely ignored because mainstream media is not allowed to go there. The USA is purposefully being destroyed in a financial recession, if not depression, appears to be inevitable. In the not-too-distant future, what we take for granted now, food, supplies, etc., will be difficult to find, according to many people. CV, COVID, broke the supply chain, and it has never recovered. Russia has recently shut down its Nord Stream gas pipeline for repairs, it says, which will create even more natural gas shortages this winter for Europe. Now, on top of all this, one of the signs Jesus specifically mentioned in his Olivet Discourse of Matthew 24 that would be occurring during the last days, that's the present time in my opinion, involves a plethora of false prophets and teachers promoting lies for their own financial gain. And again, I have links in the transcript. The Queen of England has died, and her oldest son Charles will ascend the throne as King Charles III. Make way for the New World Order, because Charles is not going to be helping England, but will be a major help to the New World Order that is being established now. Folks, it is beyond time, I believe, to separate from the world system as much as possible. 
This includes social networks and anything else that we can let go of is not truly needed. Find ways to not rely on the world system. There are many ways to put yourself as self-sufficient as possible in that position, just as the Hebrews did in Egypt under the leadership of Joseph. One greater than Joseph guides us if that person is a Christian. And if we will take our cue from him, Jesus, we will be okay. Well, thanks so much for joining me today. And I pray until we meet again that God would open your eyes to show you how blessed you are in Him. You've been listening to Study, Grow, Know with Dr. Fred DeRuvo. Please join us each week for new broadcasts that deal with theology, prophecy, and political issues from a biblical, conservative perspective. 